What up, what up? Hello, everyone. Welcome welcome to episode two of the Everything Podcast. Podcast of everything. Yeah, podcast close. of literally anything and everything. It's uh, currently the 3rd of May. Happy Thursday. Yeah, almost the 4th of May. It's a <laughs> late one. We're, 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 we're recording this in a late one. Yeah, it's a, it's a good evening. We, uh, we've been jamming for a little bit. We are currently in between the second intermission of the Nashville Predators and Winnipeg Jets hockey game. Mm-hmm. It's a doozy, but we've actually been kind of distracted listening to some John Mayer. Oh, man. The man can shred. Yeah. Oh, boy. That was... His music's so good. Something about it. It's so... It's so calming. It's so calming. It's so relaxing. Just just sitting there listening to it for a while, it's just... It puts you in a good mood. It's so peaceful, you know, and mind is clear. Everything's just so simple. Yeah. Everything's so smooth with him. Like, he just... I don't know. Like, certain guitar players have... I mean, every guitar player has a certain style of the way they play. And, like, you got, you got your, your heavy guys that really, like... You've got your, your Keith Richards and mm-hmm. your Slashes who are just... They're they're just ripping, you know. And yeah. then you've got John Mayer who can play kind of that way if he wanted to, but he's more of a mellow. He's got he's yeah he likes his melodies. He definitely yeah. likes his melodies, but he can also sit there and shred solos and whatnot. Yeah, he's uh, he's in a class of his own now. Yeah, gosh, John Mayer's awesome. You know, actually, I used to get John Mayer and Jack Johnson confused. I when I was younger, I mean, they both. Similar-ish names, and their music wasn't too far off. Both that, both that simple, laid-back kind of really relaxing, mellow, yeah, vibing music. But oh, I even called them. Uh, I think John Johnson at one point. John and Johnson. John Johnson and Jack Mayer. Nice. <laughs> uh, you have a fi- favorite Jack Mayer? John Mayer. John Mayer song. Oh man, that's a tough call. Um, there's just so many to choose from. Yeah. But uh, don't stop this train um, from his continuum album. Okay. Was, that's probably one of my favorites. Yeah, it's a slow one, but it's a goodie. Yeah, I mean they're all they're all so good. I I'm really feeling that uh, Rosie song. Off oh of, yeah, Rosie. We just listened to that just a second ago. It's really good. Off his most recent album. Uh, yeah. What's it called? Um, the something of everything. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, I don't know. Mm, yeah, he starts that song off with some heavy licks on the guitar. Oh like, my gosh, it's just he it gets you right so into smooth. it. Gets you right into it. Oh, it's the search for everything. That's the album. Yeah, that's, um, yeah. but the guitar near the beginning of that sets up the whole song, and it's just it's such a memorable riff that just gets you. Yeah. Oh man. On first listen, the first I don't know how many songs we listened to, or how many songs is even on the album, but I think we were five or six songs in, and. They were all good. Like, oh, yeah. They were all very relaxing. Like, you can kind of just... It's an album you throw in your, in your car when you're just summertime driving. And oh, it's real calm. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice and warm out. A little breeze going. Oh, yeah. That's, that seems like the move. Yeah. There's, there's, there's 12 songs in the album. I think we listened okay, to like about eight half of them. them. Yeah, probably a little over half of them. Yeah, and they every single one of them was so good. I didn't much care for uh, In the Blood. It seemed like that's kind of like more of like a poppy song almost. Right, a little yeah. bit different than what John Mayer's really kind of trying for on this album but uh, they were all so good yeah um oh, so good. Uh, summertime though oh i can't wait it's i don't know i'm kind of like 
mentally trying to get into the summertime mood. It's but, just not quite there yet, is it? It's tough not being able to walk for one. Like I've never not been able to just to do things, just yet. run around, and yeah, that's a tough. I, I mean, when I was hurt, um, that was in the winter time, so it wasn't really a big deal. But With I your wrist, yeah, I can't imagine being one having a lower body injury, two being incapacitated from the waist down, yeah. basically. Yeah, like I'm disabled, basically. Mm-hmm. Like I. I literally have a handicapped parking permit. Yeah. Uh, it's I mean, tough. once you get your walking boot on, though. Yeah, I should be it getting should a walking help. boot. It should help. It should help. Like a bit. week and a half, I think. And if if that's true, if I actually get it in that time, I think I'll be – I think that's when summertime is going to start for me. Right. I finished classes like two weeks ago already, but like it doesn't feel exactly like summer just because I'm kind of trapped and I can't do my summertime normal activities you know right not, yeah yeah i know what you mean also the weather hasn't always been hasn't been all that great i know the last couple of days here have been oh gorgeous other than today which was a little raining but the last two days it's mm-hmm. been high 70s and sunny it's been oh, that's, that's that's summer that got me in the summertime feels yeah not oh, quite I, in the full <laughs> full full-fledged summertime i broke out my shorts did you like i broke, broke out my summertime shorts oh nice dude i uh yeah. i sat on my deck and i read a book with my shirt off, got a little sun. Yeah, that's, oh, that's good. That's good. That's a Michigan summer right there. Oh yeah, it was sun, getting sun on the deck. Sun on the deck. Yeah, that everyone sounds like Mi- a John Mayer song. Yeah, exactly. Sun everyone on in, the deck. Yeah, everyone in Michigan's got a back deck. <laughs> and you want to go out to the back deck and with our shirts off and read a book. <laughs> that's yeah. as Michigan as it gets. That's as Michigan as Fago is. Is Fago Michigan? Yeah. Okay. Fanta. Fanta's the non. It's like Fago, but not Michigan, right? Um, no, Fanta's pretty big. I think they're a Coca-Cola company. Yeah, they are, they're a Coca-Cola product, yeah. But, like, isn't that what Fago basically is? Mm, I don't know. Maybe. All right. Could be. Yeah. yeah. If if it is, it's news to me. I don't drink a lot of sodas. So it's... Oh, Fago's good. Like, if I'm going to drink a non-name brand, it's going to be Fago. But that's, isn't that still, like, a name brand? Yeah, but it's not a Coke. It's a Pepsi. local. You're, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess it's a local yeah. brand. Um. What's your favorite soda? Ooh, man. By Fago? No, no, no. I'll say it. Oh, I was about to say, cream soda by Fago is my favorite. Oh, cream soda is good. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. I enjoy Dr. Pepper. Like, something about Dr. Pepper. Really? It's that medicinal kind of caramel. <laughs> I don't know that it's medicinal. Caramel-y. I don't know. It tastes like... I don't know. It doesn't taste like anything else. I think that's why I like it. It doesn't taste like a, a yeah, it's regular unique. cola. Sure. Yeah. Um... I just, uh, I'm freezing all of a sudden. Um, oh yeah, you call it soda or pop? Pop. You call it pop? Yeah. yeah it's, is it soda in Georgia? Oh yeah. Every, it? Everybody calls it soda down south. No, it's pop, man. Like, I don't think people, I don't I don't think a lot of people would know what you meant if you asked if for I a said pop. Pop? I, uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to ask for a pop. Like, I just, I would ask for the. Do, yeah, but like if you said pop. like Right, they wouldn't know what I was talking about. Maybe. I, I don't know. It's tough because I've always had Michigan family, and like, so like I've known that people call it pop, right. and just been almost ignorant of it, just because soda is what I've grown up with and everything. What uh, what side of your family is from down there? Uh, your dad's or your mom's? Really, neither. Um, both my parents are from up here. Right. I know my, how did how when they got married they moved down there or they moved down there and got married. Okay. But like, so like. And and so, 
somehow from that, my part of my dad's family like followed him down there, and they like moved down there now too. Okay. So some of my dad's family lives down there, but his parents and some of the, one of his sisters still lives up here. So you're truly not a southerner, except for the fact that I was born and raised in Georgia. Right, but your blood's not in the south. <laughs> my blood's in my body. Yeah, my blood is just my yeah, blood's right. just you're wherever right. I am. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Would you consider yourself more of a northerner now, or uh, no? I still think I'm a because I'm just a Georgia-grown boy. Like what you makes know, you what makes you from Georgia, other than them being born and raised there? I mean, the the first thirteen years of your life, I think, are very they're influential, impactful on yeah, yeah on who you become. Yeah, the future. brain the brain is very malleable. Yes, first, it's very the, it's very quick malleable. The first thirteen years of your life, I think you. Yeah. You gain a lot of insight in the first 13 years of life. I mm-hmm. think you form your own opinions and your own views. On oh, things. yeah, and, and how you treat people, too. Yeah. And, you know, it's a lot of, I'd, I'd see, you know, in Georgia, people, everybody holds the door open for everybody else, you know, right. and that's just kind of something I do, you know, yeah. and it's weird to see people not hold doors open up here right. at times and stuff like that. Yeah, and, I get that. It's that Southern hospitality. That right? Southern hospitality. Exactly. You tip your hat to somebody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good day to you. Yeah, sir. Exactly. What's the summertime like? What's the summer in, in Georgia look like compared to Michigan? Have you seen in terms it? of weather? Uh, or what do you just kind of overall. I mean, because you've seen both sides aspects of yeah, it. Yeah, I've definitely been in both. Um, I don't know. Up here in Michigan is different because everybody seems to have a cabin. Or a house up north. Everybody's got a place, just, they call it up north, and it'll be northern Michigan, sometimes the Upper Peninsula, and they're always on lakes, and just, like, in the middle of the woods, just beautiful houses that, that are, like, they're secondary houses, and it seems that everybody has a secondary house up here, and they're always on lakes and stuff, which is nice. Um, There's a lot more lakes up here, which is cool, Uh, but the lakes down there, they're, they're bigger, I want to say. I mean, with the exception of the Great Lakes, of course. But the, like the small nearby lakes, there the ones that I've lived by were bigger and like a lot more like boat action on them, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. Up up in Michigan, having the Great Lakes is awesome. Like just in the past summers when we'd head over to Lake Michigan for the day and just chill on the beach and whatnot, get some skim action, yeah. go swimming for a bit. That's just so good. Yeah. What is it? What do you guys do in Georgia? Like what activities do you guys partake in? <sighs> what do you mean? I mean, there's tons of activities like we do i mean like you said like here we go on the lake like you if you have a weekend off you go out north you go out on the lake or yeah you put the boat in the water or... yeah yeah there's a, there, everybody seems to always have a friend with a boat so people are always out on the lake and stuff like that um atlanta is a cool city to go and hang out and walk around um, there's a bunch of parks and stuff like that right. um, i feel like it's tough not being 21 going going into any major city in the u.s yeah, well, because I feel like every major city is a bar city, with an yeah. exception to some. I yeah, mean, but like every major city I've ever been in for like hockey is like Boston, Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. uh, even like Detroit. Like every major city, it's bar. Like the bar scene it seems to be one of the biggest aspects of the city. Yeah, no, that's true. I, I've definitely seen that, and it suck. It does suck being under twenty one and not. And going to these big cities and not being able to participate in right. what seems to be very defining of the city. Right. You know, I feel like you go there under 21 and you don't get to really take in the full yeah, the full insight or the full activity being of version. the city. Yeah, but also then you you get to be sober though too and so you get to 
almost experience it more in some aspects, although you're really limited in what you can do. Because yeah. it does seem that a lot of these places, a lot of these big cities are focused a lot on drinking and alcohol use and whatnot. Yeah, but I, I don't even know if it's the, I think it's the, not the camaraderie of being inside of a bar, but like the activities that go on in bars. Yeah. Like yeah. the I mean, live, like say, music, take, oh. take Nashville, for example, like the honky tonks and the bars, there's just mu- like live music. Yeah. there's It's playing all the time. So I feel like I would not want to go to Nashville until I, until I turn 21. I so can I, see that. So I can experience I can see Nashville, you know? That makes sense, yeah. Or Vegas. Like, I'm not... No way oh, in hell I'm going to Vegas oh, until I turn 20. Yeah, I mean, you can't even... We can't I even can't gamble. Like casinos. Yeah, we couldn't... Drink. Yeah. I don't even know what we'd do. We'd sit there and melt in the desert. Yeah, you'd watch... Yeah, you'd watch a bunch of weird homeless people wander around. Is and it? then you'd watch weird drunk adults that are reliving their glory days. Yeah. Is there a lot of homeless people in Vegas? I would imagine if you get off the strip i'm sure they're i don't know because like i feel like vegas is like not as residential yeah so i feel like the almost the homeless aspect would be much more diminished than a big city yeah i don't know though i mean it could go either way you could have like gamblers who like blow everything and then like they're literally homeless Homeless, there i don't know it could go both ways i could see it yeah i don't know though yeah um but that's what'd be nice about going into Canada, like if you're Ooh, gonna, if you Canada, yeah, 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 Canada. Ooh, yeah, if sorry. you're gonna take a as an as an under twenty one year old, um, but above nineteen year but old, but above nineteen, um, to find that kind of bar scene yeah. that you find in major cities in the U.S., I feel like you have to go to Toronto. Or why? Why don't we do that? I don't. I mean, I we're, we're I'm up for whenever. I just. Do you have a passport or? Uh... I have an enhanced license, so. Oh yeah, yeah. We both got our enhanced license, so we could. Yeah, we're we both. You got a, We got Friday off. You go out for a long weekend. You, oh. you get yourself an Airbnb well, up in Toronto. Yeah, see, that's the thing. We have to find a place to stay. Right, but what? you can get cheap. You can, you can find. Can you, what? Yeah, what you're gonna spend most of your money on is booze, because drinks, one drinks in Canada are way more expensive. Are they tax on alcohol? Ah, uh, I did not know that. Okay, and. The markup on booze in bars in Canada oh, sure is that's insane. Yeah. It's outrageous. <sighs> Maybe let's hold off on that trip. Is that? Yeah, I don't have a lot of money, so yeah, yeah. I think you gotta really, if you're gonna be there for a weekend, you gotta set aside two hundred dollars on just drinks. Really? Like if you, yeah, if you're oh, really before gonna, even a place to stay. Right. Yikes. Yeah, I don't. Two hundred. That's a lot. I I got I maybe two hundred dollars between two people, like a hundred bucks each. Okay. That's know. if you're like really kind of really drinking. Like That's if you're, true. If you're hopping bars but, and you're trying to see everything. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, also though, it'd be fun to legally be able to, to legally drink. buy drinks. Yeah. yeah, that's. I think that's what's what I'm looking forward to most is like going into a bar and ordering a drink and like <laughs> I'm give, giving you one like <laughs> without you show your actual license. Yeah, like have this, <laughs> shove it in their face. Look at like, this. Yeah, I'm I 21. was born 21 years ago. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, that's, I'm, I'm counting down the days until I can go into a bar. Not even, like, because I like to drink. Because, like, I don't, like, drinking is cool. But just the pure fact that I can do something that other people can't now is awesome. <laughs> You're just going to rub it in younger people's yeah, faces. Yeah, take that. <laughs> hey, yeah. look at this, buddy. I know. If you're playing puck next year, yeah. as a freshman when you turn 21, oh, it'll be man, hilarious. I'm going to be buying 
<laughs> booze for myself, nobody else. <laughs> Legally. Legally for else. myself. You're just going to be rubbing your card in anybody's yeah, faces. I'm going to be day this. drinking in front of the freshmen in my classes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fill a flask up with scotch, and then I'm just going to day drink in front of them. That's so weird, though, how you could have college hockey freshmen that are 21, 22 years old. Man, that's... That is where hockey differs from every other sport. Yeah, you get a you get a freshman. Very rarely in hockey do you see true freshmen mm-hmm. coming in as an eighteen year old. Yeah. Whereas in college basketball or mm-hmm. college football, you see guys committing like straight out of high school. Yeah. So explain to us why the why hockey's like that. Why is why are the players coming in so much older then? Because a lot of hockey players don't develop. Like guys in the NHL, they get drafted first round. The eighteen-year-olds, yeah, they are at their peak. Like they've, it's it's very hard for them to get any better than they are. Okay, they're already so opinion. good. They, they're they've already they already have the skill to play in the NHL. Okay, yeah. Whereas the guys that, that go play college, or they go play a couple year of junior after high school or AAA or wherever they end up, mm-hmm. those are two of the most important years in a player's career. Is the post high school years post because that's when you really need to ramp up, okay, and you really need to develop, okay, because you are one as your physical, like you're a man basically, yeah, you're 18, 19 years old, and you are a man, like you're a lot bigger, you're a lot stronger than you were in high school, and those two years are very key in development because if you don't develop well there, you're not going to play at a good college or you're not going to play college hockey in general. Right. So like if you develop well and you learn how you need to play and because a lot of the time it's not the skill that gets the people. Like a lot of skilled guys who don't make it in the division one, it's because they can't handle the speed of the game. Not how fast players are, but how fast the game moves around them. Making decisions quickly and making plays quickly. That's what separates a Division three player from a Division one player, okay. in my opinion. Yeah. It's how fast you're going to make a play. Are you going to finish your check when you're on the four check? Are you going to have a quick play to the middle and fill your lane to push defenseman back for a three-on-two to create space, create goals? So that it's it's all – that, and you really – you start to refine and sharpen all of those skills in that two years after high school. Okay. So uh, – so explain explain why or what kids do then after high school before they would go into college if they're going to be college hockey players. Like the, explain the juniors. Explain how juniors really works. Oh, okay. Because um, it's it's a very confusing process. Right. All right. This might take a minute. So uh, depending on how how good you are, um, a lot of the times if you're a high level player and you're going to end up getting drafted. In the NHL, um, you'll play in the United States Hockey League as a 16, 17, and 18-year-old until you're draft year. For guys that aren't quite there, uh, they will play in the North American Hockey League uh, as a 18, 19, and 20-year-old uh, until their age-out year, which is 21 years old. And from there, um, their goal is to either commit to a Division One school and play there for four years, and maybe sign a free agency or get drafted. Um, or they're looking for really, really good Division three schools that they're looking for um, 
their major in. Because at that point, you're looking, what's my career now? Like, yes, I'm playing hockey, but i got to figure out what my career is going to be mm-hmm. and base my hockey career around my life, life career. career. Yeah. Right. So if you're not quite at the NA, the North American Hockey League level, you have another branch of the tier of the North American League. Um, it's the tier three version, which is the league I played in last year after playing a short stint in the North American League. Uh, it's the North American 3HL. Um, so those guys are one uh, not skilled. There's a multiple multiple things that could end you up there. One, you're just you're almost at the North American League level, but you're not quite quite there. Um, you're not. It's either you're not skilled enough, um, you're not quick enough, you're not big enough. In my case, I just think it wasn't the right fit for me where I was in the North American League, and I wasn't big enough. But beside the fact, so those guys really they are looking to develop in be pushed onto the North American League, or a lot of the guys who are age-out years in that league will look for the best, either club, ACHA hockey, or um, the best NCAA Division Three hockey that they can find. So that's college hockey without being D1, right? Exactly. Yeah, correct. Yeah, because there's, there's if you want to, honestly, if you wanted to play hockey up to high school, it'd be very hard to stop you. There is so many options for you whether that be – there's so many ACHA um, schools that are looking for players that are really hurting for players anymore because a lot of players, uh, and I'm one of them, who I think the NCAA is leaps and bounds above the ACHA in the way they handle their players, develop their players, and push players on. Um, also, I mean, there's a scholarship and that, it, right? That is the big thing for yeah. players with the NCAA is the NCAA will – um, they give they give schools a athletic scholarship, where the ACHA does not. So that's uh, a lot of the a lot of the NCAA a lot of the NCAA Division three guys. They're looking to try to get as much of their college paid for, so they're not having to pay back loans when they get out. Yeah, uh, which is nice because if you can get good education at a small school where class sizes are small and and you can really focus on a career along with playing hockey in the game you love. But yeah. doing that all for free, that's a lot of stress off your mind. Oh, you yeah. can really it's, focus on everything. College is a lot of money, and that's that's a whole different yeah, bag of worms. A, yeah, that is a whole other episode. Yeah. That's, that, you, oh, we boy. could spend hours talking about... I'm in some debt. Yeah. Student like, loans yeah. already. Boy, they're building up. But, yeah. yeah. So you right now, you are... You played your first year of juniors, yes, right? You're one year uh, yep, removed from high school right now. Correct. Yep. Going on your second year, you're going to play juniors another year, right? Yes, I have. Um, as a 19-year-old, I have one more, technically, one more full year of eligibility. Okay. And so you're really looking for these the college offers in this coming year, right? Correct. Yep. I um, Hopefully, I'll end up in the North American Hockey League next year, where uh, each year their development and pushing players into the, the Division One level is increasing every year. And okay. that's kind of what pushes me towards that league, opposed to, um, like, the NCBC or um, other, junior other junior leagues. Okay. Um, just because of how well that they're representing their players and pushing players on. Yeah. 
Um, they, they put a lot of players into college, right? Correct. Yeah, they, um, other than the USHL, they're the highest um, in pushing players onto a Division One level. Okay, good. So that's, I if I'm going to, because I still aspire to play Division One hockey, I think that's... I mean, that's the dream. To give, yeah, my, yeah, to the give dream. myself the best opportunity to do that, that's the league I need to be in. Yeah, I mean, kid from Flint, you know, you, you right. don't have the I'm most money. Living, right, yeah. I'm still living the dream. I'm trying to get my school paid for it. Yeah. It's, that's really yeah. what I'm playing hockey for anymore. It's, well, I, it's not that I don't love the game anymore, but it's like you're getting to that point in your life where you're trying to figure out your life. Mm-hmm. Like you're trying to figure out what the heck you're going to do for the rest of your life and not having to pay for school. And do something you love while you're going to school, that makes it all the better. Oh, yeah. Oh, that'd, that'd just be a dream, though. Being a big college athlete. Oh, that man. That's pretty sick. Yeah, that's I can. pretty sick. Yeah, I can't imagine. I'm, I'm assuming you see a lot of the athletes walking around campus, I see. Or? I see a few, yeah. I talk to a few of them. I'm, a fr- I'm friends with a couple guys in the uh, Michigan lacrosse team. And it's, it's cool. You know, they're scouted. They're, dra- they're recruited from across the country and stuff. And they're on scholarship and whatnot. Right. They're cool people. I mean, it's 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 cool being around such professional athletes. Do they seem like? There. But that's the thing. Like a lot of those guys, like they're still kids. Yeah. Like, no. Still, it, it, how it's, do they, it's weird. Like how do they act so professional? But then they're still, also like, yeah, like, still maintain that college. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I had a couple lacrosse kid. kids in my uh, in one of my classes, in like a diversity class that I had, and it, it was. It was cool because, you know, I'd just be talking to them as, like, normal friends. And, right. then, and then I'd see them, like, sitting there on TV and stuff and getting interviewed and stuff like that and being so professional. And right. it's really cool to see such a difference in, in people and, like, and, and see that they're not even different, though, that these incredible athletes are still just people, too. Right. You know, and, and, and same goes for famous people. And yeah. I guess that's uh, the balance that you have to have as a Division One athlete because you're under the microscope. All the time. Oh, when yeah. it comes to the NCAA, the NCAA. is so strict. Yeah. They are hawks watching which, everything. Which a lot of people don't like that. And I think there are some things that the NCAA really should relax on. But yeah. I think the NCAA is doing something good in teaching the kid, teaching these athletes how, how to act like in the real world. Yeah. Like they're teaching them how to be professionals. Yeah. At yeah, a college yeah. level. But the Which thing is, if you don't play, uh, if you don't play professional yeah. sports, you take that into life. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true, and it builds their career. And right, that's um, my. Yeah. That would be. I really don't uh, agree with the NCAA and a lot of stuff they do. Of course, but that yeah, would be yeah. one thing that I do appreciate the NCAA doing. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. All right. Well, changing topics here. You're looking at getting a car, aren't you? I am. I am. Oh, Going this baby. weekend to look at a couple cars and see yeah. what uh, see what we can do. You know what I mean? You said you have your eyes set on a certain car right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dodge, Dodge Charger. Oh, yeah. RT, big V8 in it. That thing's gonna rip. I don't know a lot about cars. V8. That's an engine. It's big. It's right? big. It goes loud. Oh, very. Yeah, it goes it goes vroom vroom real fast. Well, why would you get one of those though, as opposed to something with better gas mileage? Uh, it looks cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to be to be vain, it looks cool. I like, I like a. I want someone to look at me while I'm driving that car and be like, "Man, that guy's cool." Oh, <laughs> self conscious much? Yeah, <laughs> maybe a little bit. I don't, I've never like had my really my own car, so like, yeah. I want my first one to be cool. 
like that's true. I don't yeah. want I don't want some beer. You've been working a lot, Brian. You got this yeah. one saved up. So. Yeah, yeah. I think I uh, I think I've earned this one. I can swing hey, it. You can if you can swing yourself a scholarship. You know, that heck yeah. And got your money settled out. That'd be nice. Yeah. No, that's cool though. Once you get that car, we got to go on some road trips, baby. Oh, we are on oh, the move, baby. Yeah. Got a podcast from some different places. Heck yeah, we're gonna be basement. doing. We're gonna be doing some some video podcasts. Oh. We're gonna do some vlogging. Oh, How's that sound? We'll vlog for you out there. Yeah, for all our fans, for all listening. the fans of the podcast of everything, <laughs> we're gonna be vlogging. We will be on scene, on site, ready for y'all. <laughs> Wait, we might even go storm chasing. Hell yeah. We'll be tornado chasers. Yeah, we're gonna take my charger and we're gonna put some we're gonna put some aluminum siding on it and we're gonna drive that bitch into the eye of a tornado. <laughs> Let's just go straight to Kansas during tornado Hell season yeah. and see what we can find. We're in a tornado alley oh. in Oklahoma. Let's get a boat and just go hurricane chasing. Oh, that, come on now, come tsunamis! On. We're gonna be surfing tsunamis <laughs> oh, with our boat. Yes. Yeah. yes. That is going to be unreal. Hold on. That's a full market, though. That's untapped. There's no hurricane chasers out there, is there? No. We yeah. need to strap a – we need to get a couple GoPros, strap them on our heads. And go strap for them, Strap them on our boat. And let's go, baby. Let's put that baby in the eye of the storm. If you sit in the middle of a hurricane, it's calm. Yeah. The eye is super calm. Just don't leave. Just don't yeah. leave the middle. Let's just stay – we'll just stay in that hurricane's eye yeah. and go with the storm. Yeah. Be the coolest thing. We're just going to ride away. Oh, baby. That'd be so yeah. cool. That's our model for the summer is, hey, we're just riding away. And also, don't away. don't don't care what other people are wearing. Just care what you're wearing. Oh, yeah. Smitty <laughs> earlier asked me. He's talking about uh, clothes talk, for yeah, the summer. I was talking about summer trends. I'm a, I'm a pretty fashionable guy. I'd like to say I'm a pretty trendy guy. I like High fashion up, over here. I like to keep up with the, t- the, the times and... I was just kind of – I was wondering if Steve knew what the trends are for the summer. Um, <laughs> yeah, he asked me what the trends for the summer were going to be or or what they might be. And I looked at him and said, you do you, baby. Yeah. You, you just follow your own trend. Exactly. You make your own trend be you follow your it. own trend. Oh, that, yeah, that's, I think that's a good life advice. Uh, oh, yeah. Disclaimer, we're not, uh, we're not licensed – um, Philanthrotherapist. Exactly. We're not licensed therapists, so don't take take this all with a grain of salt. Or pepper, because salt's kind of bad yeah, for you. It's bad heart. for you. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> be be your own trend. I think that's, that's oh, what yeah. we're Oh, I mean, at. that's... I'm not, a, I'm not a high fashion guy, but... He's got a, he's got a style of his I, own. Yeah, I like wearing Any clothes rocks. that look cool for me personally. And, and they're comfy. You know, I got to have a comfort, comfiness factor in there. Yeah, I think that's where we differ. If it's uncomfortable and looks good, I'm still wearing it. I don't really care. As long as it looks good. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I don't think I could do a pair of leather pants. See, I, you and Josh said leather pants. I don't know. If I, I, see... if I was a rock star, maybe. Like... <laughs> oh, it's bold. It's an aggressive statement. I could totally see Smitty wearing a pair of black leather pants. If now. I was a rock star, I, would, I, would, I wouldn't care. I'd wear ponchos. I'd be wearing the skinniest pants <laughs> in the weirdest boots. I'd be wearing skin-tight leather pants and cowboy boots, okay. like alligator skin cowboy boots. No, span the Mexican ones that have the toes that like curl all the way up. Yeah, <laughs> the elf shoes. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Why aren't you wearing that now? Uh, I haven't. I don't. I haven't Why reached. Don't- I haven't reached a level of success where that is socially acceptable. Why don't you treat yourself as a rock star? That's my bigger question. Because I don't walk out on stage every night. Okay. 
and and rock a guitar. I don't Fair. rock. I don't rock out in front of eighteen thousand people. You're not John Mayer out there. I'm not the Rolling Stones. <laughs> I'm not. But I'm not Mick Jagger. Also, you can't let society. If you're, you if you treat yourself as a rock star, so too will society. You're very right, and that is one thing that I don't like about myself is that I th- I worry about what other people think of me yeah. way too much. Yeah, I've but got, that's just how I am, and uh, I like I work to like if I'm going to wear something that's really outlandish, <laughs> like I just got to go for it. I just got to rock that. Yeah, like if, and I got to feel it. You uh, know what I mean? Yeah. Like. I, and I, if I'm gonna wear something crazy like that, I need not care what other people think. If I think it's cool, that's all that matters. Oh, yeah. I mean, you should never care what somebody else thinks, especially when it's people that don't matter. When you're just walking down the street, yeah, and you, those people's opinions do not matter to you at all. They literally mean they ch- less they than don't, nothing. They don't change anything in your life. If you don't worry about what they're thinking about, it doesn't make a difference at all. Yeah, whatever makes you feel good, like whatever. Oh yeah. Look good, feel good. I mean, exactly. That's, Play good. <laughs> it's all about style, baby. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I want to go to the beach, though. I need to go to the beach soon. Yeah, I'm telling I'm, I'm, I'm itching for a beach trip. Other than, like, that's the thing. Like, I, if I'm not in, like, six-inch swim trunks in a T-shirt, I don't know what I'm wearing during the summer. Because <laughs> that's my main attire. It's, like, six-inch teal or purple swim trunks. Oh, yeah. You love those purple. Oh, man, those things are mean, eh? Tight on the shorts, oh, tight on the thighs. Tight on the thighs. You got to show a little thigh. Skies hey, out, thighs out. That's my motto. I, my style has definitely adopted to a very a much shorter short length. The well, short yeah, short I, length has I definitely think, improved. I think if you get the, – the closer you get to me, the more dad-like you are. Mm. The more dad you look. I don't know if that's and, what and, I would and call if you, it. If you're wearing the – like – Isn't dad bod's back? So shouldn't we making our be making our shorts longer? No, you Ooh, see, you see, yeah. I that's one trend <laughs> that I will not pick up on. The dad bod trend has never looked good, and I <laughs> never appreciate what it's about, no matter what year it is. Oh, buddy. I think the last couple years where the pants have become a little more tapered, not a little more tapered, they've become a lot more tapered around the ankle. Wait, is tapered tight or yeah, loose? Yeah, tight. Okay. Everything slims down. Everything looks very uniform. Yeah. That is how I will dress for the rest of my life. <laughs> You've always dressed like that. So. Yeah, I think we are in the the pinnacle. We are at mm. the top of the mountain. We are at the climax <laughs> of fashion right now. I think the way things fit people, the way designers are making things to fit people, is the mm. best it's been since the Rat Pack. Since, I don't even know what that is. since Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin wore suits every day, uh, but I was born in the wrong era. Okay, you you're just talking about how good the fashion is right now. Right now, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the in in the early 2000s, it was brutal. <laughs> okay, big baggy pants and buckle <laughs> boots, Jinkos, Jinko jeans, exactly. <laughs> yeah, terrible. Can we start bringing those back? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. You can fit a small child <laughs> in your Jinko jean pl- uh, pant leg. Let's. <laughs> Let's both wear the same pair of Jinkos. You, I can take a leg. You can take <laughs> yeah, a leg. Fit in the leg. It'll be like a, a that's the new summer potato style. sack race. <laughs> the new summer style. You grab your best friend, toss on a pair of Jinkos, one pair, <laughs> one pair of Jinko jeans, and you each wear one shoe. <laughs> you got to you got to stand on the top of the other. Hey, one. I'm just wearing one shoe already. I oh man, I went. I got a cast. I went to go outside to get uh, that stuff out of your car. Yeah, and I I saw you had your Burks out there. And Burke. I, I, Burke, it, Burke. Exactly. <laughs> I put one on my foot and I was like, where the heck is the other shoe? It's like, God 
Dang it, Steve. You got Ugh. only one shoe on you. Yeah, I've still got a cast on my right foot, so I'm one shoe for a while. You're saving 50% on shoes, though. Not really, because you can't buy them alone. Why? Well, we should get into the business yes. of selling to, shoes. to crippled people. At <laughs> Slim market. <laughs> it's a very specialized market. We're selling one shoe, singular shoes. Is there people who have like one really small foot, one big foot? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, my one. Well, not, no, it's no, not no. drastic, but yeah. I mean, I but is there anybody who has like a baby-sized foot and like <laughs> oh, a huge monster foot? Maybe because that's that's a whole market that's probably untapped. They probably have to find two pairs. You're of really shoes. gonna? We were gonna have to upscale. We're gonna have to <laughs> charge wicked high prices for those thousand dollars for a pair of shoes. We're selling to one guy. <laughs> we got a big one guy market. Exactly. And maybe we should sell. Maybe we should sell. Strictly to small, like little people. Little people? Yeah, LPs. <laughs> LPs. We should, we should make yeah, what's big, the... we should make small versions of big people's shoes. Which I'm sure they do that, but they're called kid shoes. But I want them to you be wanna, strictly you do adult LP shoes. shoes. Yeah. Adult, adult shoes, shoes for little for people. Little people. Okay. Exactly, yes. ALPs. ASLPs. ASLPs, yeah. Assholes, yeah. Adult Asselps. shoes for little people. <laughs> what's the, do you know the uh, <coughs> PC term for little people? Uh, little people, I think. Is it? Is that it? It's LPs. Yeah, I don't. Oh. Think, I don't think midget or dwarf is socially acceptable anymore. Okay. Is it rude to ask how the weather is down there? <laughs> um, it, I think it just. Well, I got some. <laughs> let me ask you some questions. Do you know the guy, <laughs> or is it just a complete stranger on the street? Let's go, stranger. Okay, then no, not socially acceptable. <laughs> let me asking like a really what tall is... guy how the weather is out there. <laughs> what does that mean? But worse. Okay, what if the weather's actually different down there, and I'm genuinely wondering? <laughs> Do you think he'll take that? No, I think no. I maybe though. I don't know. I guess it depends on the sense of humor of the the person. Okay, if he's what like if, if he's down for that kind of thing, and you think it's funny, like yeah. But what if we're in the new studio? We're doing the weather, and it's a really short person, not quite an LP, but it's a really short person who's a meteorologist. Oh, then acceptable. But, Whatever you say next, it's acceptable. <laughs> it's acceptable? All yes. Right. I don't even need to say it. Yeah. Because the guy's going to get his clothes taken off and somebody's going to run through with a gun and rob him. So it's acceptable? It's socially acceptable to ask him how the weather is down there. <laughs> when he's naked, robbed at gunpoint. Right. He has the weather down there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he won't take offense to that. He's at his lowest point. <laughs> That's when you really see somebody's sense of humor. Yeah, how's the weather down there? Down there being your mental state. Exactly. Because you're just in the gutter. Yeah. You're, you're officially in the drain. Uh, Slowly spiraling. <laughs> Man. Ooh, I wonder if I'll be able to like skimboard or even swim for that matter in the near future. Hopefully. I, yeah, dude, I hope so. I'm I, leaving your bum ass behind. If you know yeah, I mean. I mean, hey, I'm a lifeguard. I'll, hey, you'll save my life. I can't now. I'll let oh, you drown. Man, I'll save your life. <laughs> I'll teach hey, you. Hey, if you save the life of a licensed lifeguard, does that make you a licensed lifeguard in your own right? Ooh. A lifeguard, lifeguard? A lifeguard, a lifeguard's guard. lifeguard. Life, lifeguard, guard. Yeah. I like that. That sounds good. That's a new. That's a job I want. I want to be the lifeguard for the lifeguards. Yeah, I want to be the lifeguard's lifeguard. Yeah. Because, mm. I mean, if the lifeguard has to get in the water. But what What if you were the lifeguard's lifeguard, lifeguard, lifeguard's life coach? The third life coach. The lifeguard's lifeguard's life, life coach. coach? Whoa. Yeah. Wait, what is a life coach? They just Anything, tell you, yeah, hey, get in the corners. Hey, keep it up out there. 
That's the job. Hey, I short want. shifts. I, yeah, I want to point. I want to give. Uh, I want to give a guy a thumbs up and tell him to keep it up up. <laughs> but I want him to pay me for that. <laughs> hey, here's five bucks. Just tell me I did a good job. Yeah, you're doing. You're doing great out there. <laughs> yeah, how's the weather over there? Yeah, how's the weather down there? <laughs> That's my kind of life coach. I just want a life coach to make fun of me and ask me how the weather is wherever my height is. Yeah, I need a. I think you need to hire a stand-up comedian to be a life coach. Oh, that'd be good. Hey, how's the weather at five foot eleven? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's good. Good, good. The above average height. <laughs> is it? Yeah, I think the average height in America is 5'9". Five, five, well, eight. is that including like little kids? No, it's adults. Oh, I, I think see. they take the poll after 18. Oh, okay. Because I don't know when you stop physically growing. Like 21? Uh, 25? I'm still I'm still gunning for that last inch. Yeah, for six I, feet? I think, I think right around like 20. Yeah. Is when most I think that's when your growing. your joints stop growing and they start hurting. <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah, I think nope. that's yeah. that's when you after you after the, the your twentieth birthday, you're, you wake up the next morning and your knee just your right knee just hurts <laughs> just a little not 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 not, not, <laughs> a, not enough to like to really bother you, but enough to like you know. You yeah. know it hurts a little bit. And then shortly thereafter, your Achilles tears, right? Exactly. That's, that's how your that's 20th birthday is. goes. That's how your 20th birthday goes. Yeah, the first two weeks of turn, being 20, that's exactly how mine went. Right. It's your weak joints. That's what <laughs> happened. That's why you, I, we've come to the conclusion. Uh, we've broken the case. That's why you tore your Achilles. That's how I tore my your, Achilles. Your joints were very weak. <laughs> they were in a weakened state because you had just turned 20. Yep. They hadn't quite acclimated. <laughs> they weren't fully to, adult to your yet. Old bo- your old bones <laughs> They yet. were in the transition from a teenager to adulthood. Exactly. Uh, and they weren't yep. quite hardened yet. That makes a lot of sense. Now I'm seeing it. It just snapped. So now you're going to have a steel Achilles. <laughs> that's what happens. When you tear it, it comes back steel. Steel. Exactly, yeah. I, that's not how they do it. You're not. <laughs> Are you sure? I think, I, I think a professor told me that once. Does that mean I can't go through metal detectors anymore? It's it's undetectable steel. Ooh. Yeah. So wow. if, if someone tries to cut your foot off, no way. <laughs> Joke's on them. <laughs> Can I sharpen knives with my Achilles tendon then? Oh, yeah. You just got to open up that scar, peel it back. And just... Yeah, you can use that dull knife. To open up your wound, and then sharpen it, and then strap some string onto it, and then stitch yourself stitch back. Yeah, up. yeah, mm, stitches. Those yeah. are fun. Oh man, yeah, I can't wait to. I'm, oh yeah, you were supposed to get those out the other day. Weren't today, you? today, I just was too lazy to take them out. Dave didn't take them out. <laughs> the old Padre didn't. Old Padre, out. big big Dave didn't feel like it. <laughs> it's yeah, I don't think you could do it one handed. No, because I think. You gotta from what I from what I'm being told, you have to pull back the stitch to get a pair of scissors under it, and then just clip. Yeah. Them. So with stitches, you basically have pliers. You grab like the loose ends, pull them up, so that way they, the the lace piece that go that connects the two ends of the scar is pulled up enough that you can clip it with small scissors. And then do you just pull it out? Yeah, it just like slides right out. Does it feel weird? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Because I feel like it hurt. It doesn't. I mean, it doesn't hurt. No, it's like, it, it's a little bit weird feeling though. Yeah. I got a little bit lightheaded on a for real note when I was getting my stitches pulled out. Really. Uh, also, my cut is pretty gruesome, and the stitches are a little bit nasty. But whole different topic. And yeah, I'm gonna have a nasty little scar there, eh? Hey, thumb scars. I think that's. I think that's the that's summer the way, style. That's the way to do that's it. That's the summer trend. Yeah. I I, I, appre- I appreciate that. a good scar, just not on your face, like. Like, I mean, if I see a face scar that looks cool, it's like, yeah, it's but I but I would never want a face scar myself. 
I don't think they typically choose to have. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Yeah. But if I'm gonna have a scar, go in there, pick one. Yeah, <laughs> get one. Uh, it's like a video game. Let me get a C <laughs> underneath my right eye. Yeah, exactly. Let me get a gouge out of <laughs> my cheek under my right eye. Give me a Harry Potter one right on the forehead. Yeah, I want a lightning bolt. Can you carve a lightning bolt with a, <laughs> a steak knife into my forehead? <laughs> That's too good. Oh man, it's classic. <sighs> have you ever? You've never gone surfing or anything, have you? No, no. I've been uh, bodyboarding, skimboarding. Yeah, that's about it. Okay. I don't frequent the ocean very often. Oh, we gotta get you ocean frequenting more. I know something about that salty sea air. It puts you in the mood. It gets oh. you. It gets you in. You're just in a good mood all the time. Part of the reason why I'm devoting my life to study the ocean and oceanography. Yeah. While work on coral reefs and whatnot, but oh, the ocean's so good. That's just. Where are you making money? That's just life. It, there's so much life in the ocean, and you can feel so much energy in the ocean. It's just it's just magical. My first time boogie boarding some big waves, it uh, I was just I was in like a euphoric, like trance. I was in such a good mood. Like I had been out there for like three hours and hadn't even like realized it just because i was sitting out there by myself having so much fun All right time just is getting tossed in the waves. time doesn't exist in the ocean oh it's it's a whole different world yeah and it's so magnificent and magical and glorious and beautiful and it's our planet our planet is nearly entirely oceans you know it's three it's three-fourths i don't know something about the ocean, the ocean though freaks me out like why is that something about not being able to know what is around me what's under me you know what i mean i guess i mean clear water is super cool because you can see everything yeah but uh, yeah i mean i guess humans naturally have a fear of the dark and not being able to see what's what's going on that it's i mean it's a threat of danger it's a natural fear that a human should naturally have but I don't know. It's still the possibilities out there. They excite me way more than any fear should. I, yeah. I, I don't let fear dictate any aspects of my life as I think any life should be. You shouldn't let fear decide anything. Fear, fear is just a mental block in your head. If you can get over it, then you're set free. Yeah, you're probably right. Are you scared of sharks? Um. Yeah, I think that's what gets me is – the fact that one, I, we're in their home, we're in yeah, their yes. domain. Yeah, it is their home. It's and it I can't to them. and I can't touch. I can't like I can't stand. It, it, like if you're in deep water, like you're treading. Yeah. Or, I mean, like, if you're on a surfboard, like you have like a buoy. Right, like but that's a, even worse. A, a you look like a seal. They're gonna come up and eat you. That's yeah. the risk you run. Yeah. Like as a surfer, I like. They get bumped into by sharks all the time, and they like don't even flinch. They yeah, don't think the, twice about it. My first time surfing, I was sitting out there uh, with a couple locals. I had never really done it before, and I'm not, you know, it was it was a whole new experience for me. And I'm sitting out there talking to a few of the guys, and uh, we all like catch a wave and come back, whatever. And then we're sitting there talking, waiting for the next set to roll through. And uh, one of the guys was like, "Oh, that's not good. I just saw a fishy friend," and I'm like, "What? What's that?" And then, like, I asked, like, another guy who was, like, kind of off the side who I was kind of talking to a little bit. And uh, he's like, I was like, is that a shark? He's like, yeah. I'm like, are we safe out here? And he's like, yeah, we should should be okay, hopefully. When, you know, it's just kind of the easygoing lifestyle. I mean, you can't let things freak you out too much. You can't be too worried. 
Yeah, that's what I just don't. And I mean, like we saw a shark and we didn't go in. Like we just stayed out there. Like it's just a normal thing to do, I guess. Right. And you can't let the fear dictate how you live your life. You've got to stay out there surfing the waves. You've got to enjoy it all and take it all in for what it's worth. Right. I mean, if if it's your time to go, it's your time to go. I mean, there's no... Right, but if you can prevent it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, naturally, you want to live as long as possible. Yeah. Definitely. Dang, I miss surfing. Can we go surfing soon? Yeah, dude, let's do it. Get <laughs> can, that... I, can I borrow your Achilles? Yeah, get that boot off and let's get going. Oh, man. I need to like figure out a way I, I could surf with one leg. I'm sure you could figure out how. I don't know. I can't even like move my foot. So I don't think I could swim the first part. Yeah. Even though I'm certified lifeguard still for another month. Ah, oh, man. Wow. What a time it's been today, Steve. It's been a fun one. Yeah. Had some good talks in there. It has been a good one. Any tips for the fans out there? Hey, stay beautiful. Yeah. And remember... Be your own friend. Yeah. My my tip, don't let fear dictate life. Do you. Yeah. Just do you. Moral of the story. Yeah. Well, listeners, as summer is upon us, oh, we ask that yes, you, baby. one, don't wear sunscreen. Nope. <laughs> definitely wear sunscreen. And two, get that golden bronze tan that you've always <laughs> wanted. Nah, skin cancer is a bad cancer yeah stay away if well, you can from here sunscreen's good from us here at uh, the everything podcast yep coming from you live oh it's been a fun one we will see you guys soon yeah take uh, it easy this episode was brought to you by anderson's leg cream your number one cream for legs feet toes ankles anything a- below the knee Exactly. Anything below the knee. Above the knee, all medicinal purposes are gone. Anything below the knee, man, you want to run faster, you want to jump higher, run a little Anderson, rub a little Anderson's leg cream on you. That stuff is liquid gold. Below the knee, it'll make you a real man. Above the knee. Above the knee, it turns you into a limp gimp. Like me. Like. Take, Take it from me, don't rub it above your knee. Yeah. So, if you don't want to be a limp gimp, rub a little little Anderson's leg cream below your knees. Anderson's leg cream. You can find it at andersonsleg.org forward slash buy forward slash register. Double slash USA.